my little chickadees. Welcome back. Chip, chip, chip. It's Avery and Gia, your favorite birds of paradise. Oh, I like that. I am a bird. I do come from paradise. <laughs> I'm a bird if you're a bird. Well, sure. Okay. I guess someone doesn't know that reference. So we'll, I do know that we'll... reference. I do know that oh, reference. I saw that movie. Right. Shout out to Shivali, who was like, well, you have to watch this. Yeah, man. It's part of the zeitgeist. Get the zeitgeist out of there. Speaking of zeitgeist. <laughs> Are we? Is that the topic this week? I did not get that Momo. Momo. <laughs> it sounds like, you know, TikTok is the place to be with all the, the dancing and the, you know, the trending and the songs and the dancing. I already said that. Um, so... Lord but it's like, ladies dancing. Yeah, it's weird to me, though, because some of them are going back in time. At least it feels like, for me, I feel very old listening to these songs mm-hmm. that they're choosing to play, like, Men in Black and, um, what's the other one? Something from Michael Jackson. And it's like, dudes, we've been there. We, we, we've done that. But, but it's, like, retro right. <laughs> all of a sudden. So No, yes, there are some songs that are just, you know, perennially cool. I don't know if that's the right word, but... Perennially cool. Look at that, Like, you know, the Michael Jacksons and um, other things that are always <laughs> cool. Um. Dolly Parton being covered by Lil Nas. I don't know if you caught that. Jolene. Anyway, it's a thing. I, I haven't listened to that one. Okay. Yeah, perennially cool. Not me. Um, but then there are other things where it's like, can't believe I listened to this as a child. Not that it's cool anymore. Actually, I don't even know what happened. Like, for example, Ludacris. I don't know where you went, Ludacris. I really liked your music. Where'd but you um, the other day, I was listening to a song that I used to listen to when I was, like, definitely in middle school. And, like, I definitely knew all the words. And it's Fantasy, What's Your Fantasy by Ludacris and Shauna. And oh. uh, I'm reading the lyrics now. And it's, like, one of the verses is, I want to get you in the back seat, windows up. That's the way you like to fuck. Clogged up, fog alert, rip the pants and rip the shirt. Rough sex, make it hurt, in the garden, all in the dirt. And it continues in that same style. And I'm just like, 12-year-old me jumping on my bed, listening to this. Yeah, it's so catchy. It's very catchy, especially when you read it as like a poem with gravitas. But, um... The way that all sexual fantasies should go. Gravitas. <laughs> Have your fantasy, but do it with gravitas. James Earl Jones narrates your sexual fantasies. <laughs> I can't even do <laughs> that. That gotcha. That <laughs> choked up a bit there. I guess that's my fantasy. Anyway, oh my um, yeah. So you know, in lieu of divulging hours, I mean, we can if we want, but I don't think so. We'll <laughs> go into our listeners who bravely share theirs. Sure. Granted, I mean, you don't have to divulge a sexual one. We asked about mm-hmm, anything, mm-hmm, right? We just mm-hmm, said wildest mm-hmm. fantasy about anything. Right, so, right, right, right. Yeah. That is important to note that it is always the association with sex, but it doesn't have to be. Or does it? We'll tell you later. Keep listening. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> well, I just said so. <laughs> but okay. <laughs> and what I say goes. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> That's my fantasy. Every on her throne. <laughs> right, <exactly. laughs> Everything I say is the rule of the land. La- law of the land. <clears throat> well, I'm just gonna... Well, in my world, it's going to be rule of the land. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to have your own world, might as well be able to say whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> Everybody's going to have purple hair and pink skin. 
Okay. Like in your fucking Snapchat emoji person. Who's wearing like a poop cupcake. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, she got a big old turd on her head. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. It's not on my head. It's my body. Get it right. Anyway. I I don't know how to use the Snapchat anymore. Right. It's so out. Um, All right. Who do we got? All right, so we told you guys we're going to keep it confidential, and we are going to. Haha, <laughs> thought I was going to say we're not. No, we are. Wouldn't Such air your dirty out. laundry like really that. Really had me going. Yeah. I know, right? I know. Wow. People wow. over there sweating nervously. Like Try that sweat up. Gee, it's such an actor. All right, so the first one we got is sexual fantasy being, quote unquote, borrowed to one of my partner's friends. Ooh. Ooh. Damn. Okay. All right. I'm out on loan today. <laughs> There's interest uh, on this loan. <laughs> There's Student a lot day. of interest. <laughs> All right. Next one we have um, drive a sports car illegally fast. Oh, mm. yeah. I would like that, yeah. but it would have to be like in like a world where I would not be injured if anything went awry, you know? Yeah. Well, that's part of the fantasy is that nothing goes awry. Well, I would hope so. they didn't specify that. I would hope so. <laughs> okay it's a little caveat here nothing goes asterisk. awry mm. asterisk right asterisk anyway asterisk asterisk risk yeah i'm trying to go for like risk <laughs> and ricks <laughs> it prevents the risk when Some you put asterisk the asterisk oh no don't <laughs> even go there she's evil all, all right so next up <laughs> Anonymous says, ha, huh, see what I did there? Because they're anonymous. No one's going to know. Anonymous says, <laughs> I really want to try vibrating panties, which isn't that wild, but I think it'd be a good time. Yeah, that I mean, can it be, might wild. be wild. Yeah. If you're driving a sports car legally fast, wearing <laughs> vibrating panties. <laughs> Definitely your way something to, will go awry. <laughs> right. On your way to your partner's friend's house. <laughs> to I mean, be borrowed. Wow. This is quite the narrative we've set up. We're making our own fantasy by mixing think- up other people's fantasies. Yeah, we could write our erotica novel starting now. (laughs) Next up. Right now, I want to arrive at an airport without a mask or protective gear with a ticket to an unknown sunny destination, get on a plane, and experience the feeling of takeoff. Oh, yeah. Takeoff. And also actually takeoff. I would love to go on a plane. I haven't been on a plane in a very long time. Yeah, I was just actually picturing takeoff because I just went on a plane and it it's very nerve-wracking. There is actual, like, a sexual component to it. I don't know if it's fear, but do you ever have that moment when you're, when they level off the plane, but it almost feels like you're about to drop? Mm-hmm. Can you recall that sensation? Yes, yes. And I get this flip. Can you recall the- that? You motherfucker. <laughs> what? I, I just went on a plane for the first time in, I don't know, like, 18, 19 months. So, I don't know. It's something that you might have to rev your system up with again but it is the drop it's the stomach drop of also like a roller coaster where you're like whoo whoo yeah um, <laughs> so maybe it isn't sexual it's just fear it's, it's just, just those, like those hormones or those whatever dopamines coming yeah. out tickling you your insides something means mm. um all right next up this person says they have no idea they are pretty happy where their life is going and where it is now they mention potentially romanticizing about the past before they had kids with their significant other like romantic kisses on the beaches but they also really like having their kid fair i like the caveat 
They also fantasize, and this I think is a big fantasy for a lot of new parents, about life with a kid without a pandemic happening, especially yeah. since it's a new baby. Um, so what it'd be like to take them to a restaurant as like, you know, just showing off their kid and how cute it is, bringing them to the grocery store and showing them produce aisles, you know, seeing yeah. all those like genuine real world first experiences that they have discovering the world, which at this point, I mean, it's a little easier now, but it's still not as easy as it used to be. Right. So, yes. Yeah, I think that's a good fantasy. I mean, they're all good. It's <laughs> like, I didn't know we were ranking them. All of our children listeners are good. <laughs> all of our children, all of my children. <laughs> all right, so I guess this next one, they put a caveat that it's PG. Oh, right, right, right. We've got two options. All right, the first is PG. I have always wanted to have a super cool secret skill that I would just bust out at a party, like a sharpshooting darts player or hustle an entire biker bar at pool. Okay, less PG mm. fantasy. I have always wanted to have sex in a very clean and recently sanitized and preferably soundproof bar bathroom. <laughs> That's so specific. Yes. <laughs> the caveats on all of those. <laughs> Asterix. Very clean, recently sanitized. Please, thank you. Okay. I could, I could get behind a recently sanitized, very clean, soundproof bar bathroom. That sounds yeah. like a very, very suitable, sensible place to engage in a fantasy. I kind of feel like that's part of the fantasy. Like, you don't need to require those, you know, because right. in reality, that bathroom will be gross. There will yes. be bacteria. But in the fantasy, be you don't have to deal with that or the right. sounds. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And somebody will be puking next door. Yeah. You got something to tell us, Avery? You, uh... Okay. Like, we haven't... <laughs> ever gone to a bathroom at a club and the sink is just overflowing with puke. Oh, why are, are you, you... You see it on the why floor next door to you? Down? Oh, no. We took this down a really weird path. I'm just, like, juxtaposing the reality to fantasy. Just sure. So we know. Yes. Clear delineation. Yep. All right. So uh, somebody said their fantasy is not the wildest, but I guess Dr. Manhattan-style foursome. What Do you know that what that mean? means? Dr. Manhattan. Does this person mean do Manhattan style foursome instead of DR like it was a typo? Wait, uh, should we look this up? We got to Google it. Hit the Google. Dr. <laughs> Manhattan. Also, please don't put foursome in your Google search. <laughs> I don't want what you to I? see things that you shouldn't see. <laughs> oh, it's from um, Watchmen. DC Comics. Yeah, okay, but what does that have to do with... Am I going to look up Dr. Manhattan sex? Sex fantasy. <laughs> oh, oh no. This is going to be fun. Big blue penis. That's all I get. <laughs> yeah. Sex. Okay, sex toy designers react to the wild sex toy in Watchmen. Oh, that's different, though. That's not foursome. There's a sex toy blueprint for a Dr. Manhattan dildo. Oh, the okay. internet is so weird. Okay, so Dr. Manhattan is apparently some kind of like, well, sexual mean, object of fantasy for some. I guess that's, that's what yeah. we're learning. I mean, I'm, I'm like third of the I way mean, through Watchmen, so when I finish it, if it comes up, I'll let y'all know. <laughs> yeah, we'll have a call back, call back to that. Yep. Yeah. Now we uh, know. <clears throat> Next fantasy is a communist system purring along like the engine of a Lada cruising across the Trans-Siberian Highway. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That is painting quite the picture. I can see it. 
All right, comrade. What up? (laughs) We're all in this together. Yes. Just like High School Musical. musical? Or just like High School Musical Fantasy. Ooh, is that a subliminal message from High School Musical? Oh my God, can you imagine? (laughs) There has to be some Reddit something about (laughs) how High School Musical is really a communist manifesto for the new times. There's conspiracy theories. We'll find them. We'll let you know, along with Dr. Manhattan. (laughs) Blue dick. Uh, Anyway, so this person says their fantasy is that my lineage and family generations to come all grow up healthy, happy, and more successful than the next, with the proper amount of adversity for character and humility, but in want for nothing that truly matters to life, that they all find love, purpose, and fulfillment so they can radiate joy to the world. Wow. (laughs) That's That's a lovely fantasy. That got, yeah. that, I feel like that would get me, that would get me going. Like that is mm. a lovely, both normal and sexual fantasy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I feel it in my loins. They're <laughs> vibrating. This is better than in a, an airplane. I was about to say descending in an airplane, but it's not the descent, it's the ascent. It's the ascent to the Mile High Club. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, also, that terrifies of- me. I feel like I would be super scared to do that. To have sex in a bathroom on an airplane? Yeah. Why? Because I just of, feel like everyone would know because I'm not subtle. <laughs> I thought it's because of like some security risk. No, I mean, I'm sure you can get in trouble for it. That's not the, it's just, I feel like I would fall on the way there and everyone would be looking at me and, and I'd be like, oh, no, 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 sorry. <laughs> or like someone would need to use the bathroom and then like one person would come out and then I would come out and be like, oh, ha, <laughs> oops. Now that we've played this out, I think you should really do it. <laughs> I yeah. mean, once once you play out all of the possibilities, then likely but also airplane none will happen. Be tiny. I think that's part of the fantasy. Being squished together like sardines. I mean, I guess. Yeah, in a tight, small space. I don't want to get like scoliosis from sex in an airplane. Bathroom. I don't think you would, based on one event, <laughs> one probably like fifteen-minute long, if that. Oh, I was like, yo, that's aggressively Trist. a lot. <laughs> You're like, and shoot three for a minutes, solid, like, and seven. <laughs> well, that's the seven minutes. Ladies club. and gentlemen, we've reached our destination. <laughs> <laughs> now we're ready for takeoff. <laughs> yeah. All right. Back down to earth, back down mm-hmm. to the ground. Uh, the next one healthcare for all. Yeah, buddy. That is similar to communism, but it shouldn't for all. be. <laughs> for all. I mean, as someone who just spent a lot of money on medical exams today, yes, healthcare for all. For mm, all. Yeah. So, XOXO Gossip Girl, gotcha! Uh, that's not their real name. Or maybe it is. Sorry, Gossip Girl. They say, oh, to have a billion dollars and to be left alone. Mm, all right, hermit ass girl. Um, or boy, or they. Um, all right, extrovert. Shade much over yeah, there? Yeah, absolutely. because you love being around people all the time. I think it's healthy which to see weird. people occasionally. Maybe I see some people more than most people, but like... <laughs> I see myself all the time in the mirror. I think that counts. Uh, no. I have multiple personalities, so we keep each other company. <laughs> it's a good time. All right, next we have sex in space? Question mark? I like the question mark. Yeah, I'm like, uh, are okay. you are you sure? I don't think so, but okay. <laughs> or is an experiment? I should talk about but like, small is it space. possible? <laughs> small space in a big space. Uh, you know, trying to fit each other's junk into that little suit, you know, and then but but then you would fly away. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't just like one really powerful thrust 
with like the anti-gravity and it's just like, oh, come back, you're across the room now, fuck. Wait, let me swim over there. Oh, no, all right. Now there's spunk everywhere in the air. Like. <laughs> this just got messy <laughs> for the entire uh, universe. Yeah, this is why space wars are happening because like space sex. I think our podcast is going in a, a new direction. <laughs> We're tackling the big problems of the world and the universe. Galaxy-wide problems. Yeah. Right here, right now. It's not called the Milky Way for nothing. Hey! We definitely... (laughs) She's been waiting to say that. No, it just literally (laughs) popped into my brain. That's great. (laughs) All right. I don't think I'm ever going to eat a Milky Way ever again. I can tell you, as I've never had one, you'll survive. It'll be okay. (laughs) All right. Uh, Somebody else said their fantasy is getting my project picked up by the top media companies. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Professional Solid. success is always a good feeling. Actually, probably on par with like a, an orgasm. Yeah. If not better. I mean, <laughs> yes. I mean, you'd be getting money for it. I mean, some people do get money for their orgasms, but like. Right. Right, right, right. Uh, okay. Next up, we have group orgy. Anything goes. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Hell yeah. be open. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. Yes. Both. Okay. We count both on this pod. <laughs> we count all the leads. Financially, emotionally, mentally, physically, <laughs> metaphorically. Uh, this person said, live in a van, work remote freelance, and obviously also have small homes in multiple states and countries. Oh, it's me. I answered this question. It's not me. But like... <laughs> all right. <laughs> but that definitely sounds like, like my fantasy. Especially right now. Oh. Work remote freelance. Are you kidding me? I would love to never... Never have to go back to school. Well, we can unpack that later. <laughs> that sounds like it needs a little bit more time to delve into. <laughs> All right. Last, we have high-rise sexual encounter against a window. Mm. I just had a moment there. <laughs> I was Where? reading that. Not like, not like a, ooh, this tickles my fantasy kind of mm-hmm. moment. No, it was something else. Was it the placement of high-rise? Yeah, maybe. Because it should be sexual encounter against the high-rise window. But now it seems like it's a high-rise sexual encounter. Yeah, well, but I think, don't we all want a (laughs) high-rise? Exactly. (laughs) Sexual encounter. Mm. It's the, you know, it's the semantics. It's all semantics. And semantics. Hey. All right. (laughs) Zingers. I'm on fire. All right. And the last one. Uh, being able to live without the need to work. Oof, yes, sugar daddy, please. Uh, to be able to focus on my passions with no worries of how am I going to pay rent next month. Not to be born super rich, but I would love to be able to live without having to work. IDK. I, I do know. I do know that that is absolutely a fantasy that many of us have, especially post-pandemic. Yeah, I think that makes perfect sense. I think a lot of people wonder that. Well, if you're not excessively wealthy... Right. without doing anything for it right it's like i want to work just because like i enjoy doing what i do not because i need that money to get me month to month work to to fulfill a passion but not yeah. live to work yeah mm-hmm. solid as a rock all right so avery mm-hmm. what have you learned about fantasies fantasies <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell us what the internet told you right so I kind of went into more daydreaming, even though I'm aware that some people would argue that's not the same thing. For our purposes, okay. I don't care about that what they have to me. say. 
Well, I, then I don't care what you have to say. Bitch! For the purposes of this research by the mm-hmm. Smithsonian Magazine from a long time ago at this point, probably, what is that, nine years ago? Still relevant because, you know, science is science. It never changes. Anyway, mm-hmm. so back then, a new study came out in psychological science, and it conducted a test, like a, 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 what? A test? It conducted a, a study on these people to examine the relationship between people's working memory capacity and their tendency to daydream because that was their working hypothesis is that daydreaming actually does have benefits one of which can be this um ability to foster your working memory okay okay so they went through and i want to get this right Okay, to accomplish this, they asked their participants to do two extremely easy tasks. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, wait, ho, ho, ho. Um, <laughs> so these tasks are, they are set up to prompt the participants to daydream. So one is you either press a button in response to a letter appearing on a, on a screen, um, or you tap your finger in time with your own breath. <laughs> the second one, <laughs> it had me. <laughs> <laughs> I had to work on that one. So, uh, and they measured each participant's working memory by testing their ability to remember a series of letters interspersed with a set of easy math questions, right? Oh, God. I already don't remember. Right? Exactly. So, so after they do those two tasks, they, they check in to monitor, you know, how much they're paying attention, right? So they have that data. They've recorded that. Mm-hmm. Um, surprisingly, there was a correlation between the mind wandering during the first task. So that was the one where you press a button and you see a letter on the screen mm-hmm. and, and high scores on the working memory test, right? So that would appear in this whole like set series of letters interspersed with easy math questions right the participants who more frequently daydream were actually better at remembering the series of letters when distracted by the math problems compared to those whose mind were less prone to wandering so basically paying attention is not actually productive in terms of working memory yeah yeah exactly for this in this case yeah okay um and they say this study seems to suggest that when circumstances for the task aren't very difficult okay key keyword they're not difficult Mm -hmm. people who have additional working memory resources deploy them to think about things other than what they're doing Uh, so it's good to multitask well i think it's not necessarily it's not easy advocating for multitasking but yes it is saying that you can wander off and think about some other things if the task is easy like please don't do this while you're driving or operating that's literally what i was thinking i was like so when i drive and i forget how i get home (laughs) yes that probably is not going to be a good example no it's a bad example doing this yeah no you have to be in a stationary position and not operating any heavy machinery (laughs) please basically take this as the same you would like a a nyquil situation (laughs) yeah or like don't be holding a child Mm, that's true because that's very easy and it's not a difficult thing to do when they're tiny yeah 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 and they're strapped to your front so you're like like, yeah, what is this? I just, it's my beer belly. Oh, wait, it's a kid. Nobody thinks that, but I did wonder <laughs> this. I saw some woman walking and I was like, what if you're clumsy and you trip and fall? You know? Then you squash a kid. <laughs> well, now we know. Yeah? <laughs> Science. That's, yes, that's the actual verb to squash. Squash a babe. Mm-hmm. But they do say mind wandering isn't free. It does take resources. But you get to decide how you want to use those resources. If your priority is to keep attention on task, you can use working memory to do that too. Mm, Interesting. 
Yeah. So, I mean, there is a level of focus and a little bit of uh, <laughs> as I like wander off in my brain. But I think what they're trying to say with this is like with a little pinch <laughs> of distraction and daydreaming, you can achieve all that you set out to achieve. I just ad-libbed the, the end. Okay, but you should like definitely give inspirational speeches at high schools. Like I feel like that was that was quality. I feel <laughs> like I just led a seminar in being your best self. <laughs> being your best self. Distract yourself. Well, don't distract yourself, but allow yourself to be distracted every once in a while. But not while holding babies because you will squash them. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. What did you find out? Apparently so, daydreaming is not fantasizing, but Exactly. Don't so I was going to say we have some uh, contradictory information from the interwebs. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, my God. Oh, my Conflict. God. So yeah, I am reading yeah. from a very interesting book, as we have um, discovered. Mm -hmm. uh, it's called The Conclusion of the Sexual Revolution, Volume 3 <laughs> of Sex and the Bible. Restoring the foundations of human sexuality. So initially, I was very concerned, as I told Avery before we started recording, that this book was going to be all about, like, y'all are fucked up and need to get Jesus in your life. And it actually is that, but not in, like, a judgmental way. They're actually trying to, like, save us from perversion in their mind before we, like, start skewing into a tailspin of sexual freedom. They're like, we want sexual freedom, but we also don't want the problems uh, with excess so we're uh. gonna help you out and they're like we don't think the christian church has the answer but we think the bible has the answer again i don't know what? how they decide that but anyway there is one part that i'm going to cherry pick i recognize that i am picking this simply for the purpose of this argument they believe that dreaming and sexual fantasies are different right daydreaming mm. and sexual fantasies also different things because they serve different purposes and they exist for different reasons so a sexual fantasy in general is not something that you act upon right and it's it's if it's acted upon it's not always super successful it can lead to like really bad things happening it can be something that you in real life never actually want to happen. It's just you think about it happening and it's just an I the idea makes you excited, right? Mm -hmm. So this person, this author, um, their name is Wylark Day. Wylark Day writes, sexual fantasies are not, quote, blueprints for the future, end quote, but signposts pointing to the past. Mm. So, okay. yeah. They also say that, you know, the, the danger with a sexual fantasy is that if you do act it out and it goes poorly, you've like ruined it forever. And so now you have this issue where you like have a fantasy, but you tried it and it didn't work. And what if that becomes a fantasy again? I don't know. Something about that. It just um, sounds like a nightmare. Yeah. Right. So they also mentioned that there are three types of sexual fantasies, which is very interesting. Mm. So this, they call it a daydreaming fantasy, but essentially it means that it's something that we physically are interested in pursuing but don't necessarily do it um so like seeing a person on the street and thinking like oh i would like to have sex with them like i fantasize about having sex with them or thinking about a specific act of like that you haven't tried yet and it's like a mental preparation for a future time when you might be doing that act yeah so that's one type of sexual fantasy another type is called a setting change fantasy literally what it means is the name you might be in a moment where you need a little like boost and so you imagine yourself in a different place with a different person 
So it's to get you more in the mood for sex. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Yeah. And finally, um, they talk about enabling fantasies. And Yikes. so they, yeah. Well, they call them this because they are the sexual fantasies which excite us so much that they can be depended on to allow us to experience truly good sex. So they enable someone to reach orgasm. Um, okay. And the they author argues that this is the true purpose of sexual fantasy in our lives. Right. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, it encourages you to... I Okay, I would argue that that is similar to daydreaming in the fact that, I mean, you're opening yourself up to possibilities by wandering. I mean, that is wandering in your mind a little bit. It might be a little bit more directed, but... Um, but I think daydreaming, like, has such a non-sexual connotation. Right, but for these, for well, the purpose of my argument is just, like, if you take, uh, your, your mind is wandering because you're daydreaming, you're just, like, kind of, like, being all, oh, whatever's in front of me is boring, and then it leads, it's, like, opening up space into something else that could potentially lead to your fantasy. I mean, yes, a fantasy, I think, does start with something that you're already harboring, like, in your, self, your subconscious, rather. Mm -hmm. So that's already boiling, it's percolating, it's happening, and then you, and then it's your coffee. mind I'm kind of... about coffee. <laughs> and that which it's... I cannot have. Yeah, I was about to say, I had some <laughs> today and it almost killed me. And I made it, so. That's why it almost killed you, bitch. Stop. Coffee, Stop like fantasies, can, <laughs> can kill you. I can't even say it. Can kill you. Um, I mean, yeah, this is stretching it a bit, but I think it's just, it's allowing yourself to entertain thoughts that you wouldn't act on, right? And so a daydream isn't necessarily something you're going to act on, but it does, in that study, it's allowing you to retain memory, right? Working memory. But there are also studies that show it fosters creativity. And yeah. one could argue that a fantasy is creative, you're but doing something also, different. For me, like a daydream is something very like, it's almost a distraction of a distraction for me, right? Like I'm not focusing a lot on a daydream. I'm not mm. like, it's just my brain is in like standby mode, right? Yeah, yeah. So maybe yeah. I'm like staring into space. But yeah. whereas a fantasy, at least in my idea of the definition, is something that follows more of a story. You're more involved in it. It's a little more active than a daydream. Yeah. So... Yeah. There, I yeah. mean, I guess you could categorize them. It's like a subcategory. I don't know, whatever the fuck you want to, how you want to organize yeah. this. I would agree. I mean, I'm not going to die on this hill. <laughs> I don't You don't care that much. about dying on the hill of daydreams versus sexual <laughs> no. fantasies? No, I'm daydreaming right now. Call me back and I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's nighttime. Oh, sorry, my back hurts a lot. Um, yeah, I daydream about not having chronic neck pain from looking at a computer. Oh, okay. man. Yeah, ask me what my fantasy. My fantasy would be to go back to when I was 26 and I still felt agile, <laughs> living pain-free day to day. Ooh, I want a, like, private masseuse that's just at my beck and call. Yes, that would be lovely. That's a good fantasy. Somebody who would whisper kind words into my ear. Like this. Not like that. <laughs> The antithesis of you and your creepy but whisper voice. It's not creepy. You are it so is. important. No, I don't like that at all. <laughs> Maybe, all right, scratch that. I don't want anybody whispering in my ear anytime <laughs> about anything. Oh, my God. Are you ready? I'm ready, Freddie. I always fantasized about falling in love in a field. I just never thought it would be the kind where you played lacrosse. Uh... <laughs> 
I where do we have play lacrosse. Much... Okay, I feel like the lacrosse is a good in hint. Yeah, 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 yeah. It ends on a lacrosse field. This movie, and it's a high school lacrosse field, so that gives you a sense mm-hmm. of the age of the characters. It's obviously a romance. <sighs> Is it she's the no, she's the man with soccer. No, 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 no. no. Um it's it's more recent than that. It came out maybe three years ago. Oh god. Ago. Like I've seen any movies in the last three years. So it has to do with it has to do with writing to people who the main character Ah, that's stupid one on Netflix. The um, It's not stupid. <laughs> to all the boys I have loved, that one? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Haven't the seen first it. one was really great. The second and the third, meh. But There's three it, of them? Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, the third I, like, definitely fast-forwarded through and could not even, uh, just, it was quite disappointing. But the first one still lives on. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Classic example, do not try to do re- sequels. Or Nothing sequels. will beat the Shrek. Yeah, exactly, yeah. The Shrek we're, saga. We're back to this again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So, y'all, that's it. We wrapped it up. We hope that your fantasy is hearing another episode of Just the Tits in two weeks because we can make that dream happen. With a bow on top. Ooh, are we going to wear bows next time? We okay. should definitely have like a little costume, like a little thing. Yeah, no one will see us, but it's okay. Yeah, but we talk about it. Oh, all right. Each week we'll be like, guess our costume. What weird shit are we wearing? Well, Halloween's right around the corner. Oh, yeah, spooky season. Okay. Oh, you said spooky. I thought you said boogie. <laughs> Booby season. No, boogie, like boogie. Oh. <laughs> like boogie, you know? But no, it's also I'm sorry, a play boogie. on words. It's boogie, like dancing. It's boogie season. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, you know, while Avery's over there boogieing, um, I just want to remind y'all that the questionnaire is out and about. Ooh, in a boot. I think most of y'all feel it out. But, uh... <laughs> That was my Canadian accent. I hope you liked it. Oh, in the book. <laughs> um, we got we got snacks. We got farts, burps. Wait, best, we have more worst, farts? Song lyrics. Did yeah, but already. farting in the in the front in the front of somebody. <laughs> <laughs> farting in front of somebody. Also, we need your help because we really want to watch some bad movies. Um, so y'all get in there, shoot us a movie recommendation on this questionnaire. And uh, we're going to do a little series where we watch and review some shitty movies. Yeah, but don't make them horror, because I will not watch. Make them horribly bad. Yeah, that's <laughs> fine. That's fine. That's fine. But can you watch, like, a satire horror movie? Yeah, I mean, I could watch Scary Movie. Fine. but that's pretty um, bad. Yeah, but it, it takes a lot for me to, to go through yeah, it. I told fair. you, like, it's, it's, it's a whole visceral, like, it's an all-consuming bodily thing. Yeah. Yeah. I have words for it, but it feels like I'm in one of my nightmares. And that comes from my own mind. So, yeah. watch out. You scary. <laughs> you scurry. Mm. Scurry away. Canadian. Canadian accent. <laughs> Was it, though? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. All right. Catch you on flip side. Bye. <laughs> Thanks to Comice Johnson for her wonderful illustration of our tits. Just kidding. Of our faces. And Gabrielle Beasley for her lovely, lovely intro and outro ukulele music. Okay. <laughs> or we could just whisper. <laughs> I regret this immensely. I love you. <laughs>
At least that you didn't just, be just don't whisper it. I, don't. <laughs> I regret this immensely. I love you. It sounds like a bunch of people <laughs> tailgating. <Yeah. laughs> a bunch of drunk people on the parking lot tailgating. Yeah. <laughs> and the one just whispering by themselves. <laughs> oh, man. My heart hurts. <clears throat> okay.